0: It's WoW Ergonomics It's so WoW You're listening to WoW Ergonomics with Stephen Howe and Graham Cove sponsored by Bacca Elkheisen Thank you, you can get off now Come on, stop that, stop the bed Hello, everybody. It's Tuesday, not Wednesday. Tuesday. So if you're feeling confused about why we're on, um yeah don't. It's just that it's a different day of the week. But it feels good to be back. It's been a long time, Stephen. It's almost. It almost feels like an eternity that, since we've done this. But actually, it's literally two just weeks. Been a, yeah, it was two weeks ago that we did it last. So
1: there you go. I think it just becomes so. It's become so much of a part of the working week that when we have a week off, it does feel like you know something not right. Ah, oh, you know that
0: that uh, little holiday that the kids have just had—that last couple of weeks—that has just seemed to go on forever. It's almost—it almost felt like a a bit of summer holiday type thing.
1: It I think really it did. was the fact there was the two bank holidays in the middle. It just sort of you—you oh. you felt as if you'd had a lot of time off yourself, as well yeah. as them being off, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Whammy. That's mm-hmm. what it was,
0: and it also—it just felt quite, I suppose, because the weather perked up a little bit as well. People were out and about a little bit more. Yeah,
1: just it just felt felt good. Did you do anything in the in the time off? So we were away for a week in North Wales. Oh, so yes, hence absolutely. why there was hence why there was no show last week. So yeah, it was a how was a North part, Wales really nice? I mean, weather yeah. was really good. Not a part of the world we've particularly been to before, but I have to say, absolutely tons for the kids to do. Really, mm. really Where good. Where did you go, so, in North Wales? So near to Betsy Coed. Oh, yeah. So sort of just south of Llandudno. She's so famous, been... isn't she, Betsy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I have to say, kids trying to read the, in, the signs in Welsh was quite interesting. Different...
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Is that that and really long that. train station? Yeah, all that. All that. Yeah. No, it's a yeah, really it? nice part of the world. Definitely somewhere we'd go back to and really enjoyed it. Oh, that's good. Afternoon, Mike. How are you? Yeah, we're good. Thank you. How,
0: how are you doing, Mike? Have you been to Wales, Mike? Where did you go in Wales? We we've been to Wales quite a lot recently, and North Wales as well. It's, it's nice. Okay. Did you go on then? Did you go on a tram at all? There's a few trams mm. up mountains, aren't
1: there? We that? did go on. We did go on the train up Snowdon. Oh, you did
0: so go we did, on the train up Snowdon, yeah. but you
1: can only get three quarters of the way up because, yeah. believe it or not, work they haven't been able to do because of Furlough has meant they haven't. They, they, meant you couldn't go to the top, so you got three quarters of the way up, which was still
0: fantastic. Hey, but look, you're, look, you meant to walk up Snowden, right? Not take yeah. a train ride up, anyway. So you know, if you got three quarters of the way up, and then you had to, you had to walk the hard bit, though. That's the thing. You yeah, to walk up the steepest bit. Yeah, it would have been easier if it if the train start if the train had started three quarters of the way up, and then just sort of like. You know, you walked it, and then you went, "Ah, oh, shattered now." I can get on the train. That would have been quite good, wouldn't it? There we go. Um, just before we bring our guests in today, and we have got a guest, folks. Okay. Um, and uh, if you're if you're at home and you're watching, do play along with the game. We've got a, we've got a quiz again. All you'll need is your mobile phone. That's all you need to to play along. Uh, do do that in a minute. But yeah, a um, couple of things. One is uh, I did a post this morning, which was a poll. Um, I just felt like doing. It's unusual for form. you. Yeah, I know. Just felt like doing that for once. Mm. Um, it's about telephone numbers. Okay. <laughs> Have you? Can you recall your mobile telephone number? Your current work t- mobile telephone number. Yeah. 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 And outside of that, do you recall any other telephone
1: numbers? Other than your home one, maybe. Probably not, to be honest. No, no. It's just you look for the you look for the name, don't you? And just go, yeah, up front there they are. Bang, press, connect.
0: Yeah, it's just a, it's a really interesting one. You know, I was just asking if people can remember other telephone numbers, other than, and so many people saying, well, you just don't need to do it these days. That's the trouble. No, you just you you plumb them all into your phone, and and then you know you forget it. Years ago, we had to remember all of those phone numbers. <laughs> They were all you written know? down at
1: home, weren't they? In a
0: little. Well, book they has them written the down, phone. but actually, because you wrote them down, you actually remembered more of them. Mm. You know, so there was a, there's a whole debate going on there about you know does technology damage our memories?
1: And and what was people saying so far? Were most people not able to remember anything beyond their own mobile? I don't, no, know There's 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 split into two different camps. Really, there are right. those people that have got
0: amazing memories. You know. Can remember absolutely everything, which I reckon must be a bit of a bore, really. To be honest, um, <laughs> <laughs> if you can remember to te- laser telephone numbers, but there's uh, which of these phone numbers besides your own do you have uh, do you have memorised? Friends' numbers only three percent. Okay. Family members fifty nine percent. Work thirteen percent, and all of the above and more twenty six percent. quite a lot of people can actually
1: remember a lot of numbers. Yeah, that's impressive.
0: It is. It is. And, but
1: loads of people saying they, they, they can't, can't even remember their own number, let alone yeah. anybody else's. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I, I was thinking that would be the most popular answer. Cannot remember even my own number. I'd love to split that down into uh, neurodiverse groups as well to see whether there are
0: certain groups. Okay. And say the phone number when you answered. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You used to do that. You did? All the time. Yeah, that's true, wasn't it? I remember that. You used to go, yeah. 01460 19 Why? My parents still do that. Do they? Yeah, my parents still do that. Actually, thinking about it. When I phone my parents, they still say their number. And I'm like, Dad, it's me. So yeah. why? <laughs> does it not cut, even come up on the display? Oh, yeah, it does. So so why are you telling me your phone oh, number? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Crazy. Uh I see. I David uh of course came on last, last time we did the show, talked about fresh air. There's it probably, did. There's probably a, a lot of good fresh air in Prestat
1: and Real. Yeah. I, I reckon that's that's probably the, there was know, a joke in there as well. An early an early early show joke. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm good. We've been to Prestat and Real. I'd never press that in again. Boom boom. Do you get hey. it? Do yeah. you get it? Yeah, Prestat. Uh, yeah, yeah, easy. Very oh, good. Very there we good. Go. Very good. For this time in the morning, that's not bad at all. Uh let's get our guest in before everything goes down here. Um Hi. How are you, sir? Oh, unmute yourself.
2: There we he go. Hello, uh, hello everyone. Uh nice to be here. Yeah. Just, uh, all the way all the way oh,
0: from America. <laughs> what, what what time is it with you, sir? We are at the same time, so you know.
2: You
0: know that no we're not the same time so <laughs> you're cut you're all the way from you're all the way from philadelphia right now aren't you
2: yeah
0: uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course, of course i know it tell us tell us a little bit about what you do um we've spoken before we did we did a uh, a music-based uh live okay. uh, or a podcast didn't we a few weeks back um trying to yeah. talk about um music at work, which was a, is a fascinating subject. Um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do.
2: Uh, on weekdays, I'm out here um, helping our businesses. you uh, suffer properly in their processes. and then on the yeah. weekends, I'm out writing music on Monday's podcast. Uh, the same thing every week. That's very. So um, my friend Bill and I, we, we did
0: this podcast about, as I say, music and what people listen to at work and whether mm-hmm. it works for them or whether it doesn't work for them and what sort of thing. What about you, Stephen? Can you work
1: to music? Not really. I find it a little bit distracting. I tend to like a bit of peace and quiet. However, I can understand maybe with certain certain tasks that actually music in the background would potentially help with, with the task. Um, but I guess it would, it would probably depend on what I was doing as to whether I'd find it distracting or not. What yeah. what what are most people, are we talking about people as individuals? Are we talking about offices? What, what are the, what's the sort of main, the main well, areas I think, on this? I
0: think that's, that's part of it, isn't it? Because if you've got a manual labor job or if you've got a much more manual job, then music, I think suddenly becomes much more essential. Um, I worked in the kitchen for a while. Believe it or not, as a microwave technician doing, you know, pinging, ping, 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 ping. you know, um, we, occasionally we, we fried something or whatever. Um, you know, Mike says he listened to classic FM in the background. Yeah, OK, classic FM. That That probably works. But yeah, in the kitchen, we would have we would have rock radio blaring out and we'd all sing along, you know, even even Disney classics. We we would sing along, you know, a lot of lot of Jeff Rotoll, a lot of stuff like that, a lot of classic rock. Um, because otherwise, it's mind-numbingly boring. Um, <laughs> and I imagine a lot of a lot of factory work is is similar. I would love to. I, if I was working in a factory, I would definitely have to have some music going. To you know, you'd want something that that keeps you in rhythm with what you're trying to do with your hands mm.
1: as well, right? Definitely. But I what's think the most pop- what's the most popular type of music that people would have? Do you think going on? Um,
0: as again, again, I think that depends on on what you're doing. I think if it's outside work, it could be anything. I think if it's in the office, what what would you say, Bill? If it's in the office, I reckon it's probably more sort of jazz or classical or something. You
2: know, workspaces here depends uh, some workspaces, some banks as uh, I go. When i of got it's mostly bands i go to uh they're introducing uh, afropop in the background you, you see some cleaners dancing so just mild afropop then you got some malls and they mix in a little bit of hip-hop jazz and
0: wow afropop. a little bit of hip-hop so, that's cool that so is
2: cool so some, some workspaces are introducing it I, I think um maybe they probably asked uh, the workers the kind of music that they like listening to them uh, created a playlist to feed everyone in but hopefully more workspaces do that I, I remember that, that day on the podcast we had we talked about um hospitals accent patients for the kind of music they listen to so if they're gonna be like coming in for visits and stuff the doctor could play the music in the background just to set the road or something like that yeah uh, that's true, hopefully hospitals do that too it's gonna be great
0: yeah wouldn't it be great if it was a little bit more interactive, especially in sort of public spaces or whatever? Do you know what I mean? And in, in your your particular public space as well, you could get the kind of music that ke- keep you in the right mood. It's awful if you're in hospital and it's dreadful music. Absolutely dreadful. You know, and quite often it's awful hospital. Dare I say, it's awful hospital radio as well, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, well, yes, we're going to say happy birthday to everybody now. Oh, cheesy. Oh, my goodness. God
1: Have you kid. done that before, Graham?
0: If you weren't ill, you would be by the end of that, yeah. wouldn't you? I mean, really and honestly. But I, I like the idea of the kind of hip-hop in the background and whatever at work. I mean, you know, that could be kind of like... Was that a bit slow? Oh. You know? Yeah, yeah. I like... <laughs> had to get <laughs> Feeding the Ducks in there somewhere. That track's called Feeding the Ducks. Is it? Why?
1: Just why?
0: Tom, here we are. Mm -hmm. Hens lay more eggs when they listen to opera music. Really fascinating fact. Farmer Steve Lutton plays classical tracks and his chickens lay almost twice the usual amount of eggs. Tom, that is just the factoid. (laughs) (laughs) Factoid about factoids. There you go. Mind you, at the moment, we've got bird flu around here. Okay. Know, have
1: you have you got bird flu around your area at all, or not? It, there is, and funny enough, we were talking about being on holiday previously. My wife twice ordered duck when we were out, and both times it was unavailable because of bird flu. Wow. No duck on the menu. Wow! 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 So uh, you
0: know, I mean, with bird flu, it wouldn't matter what what really you you played them because most of the time, that'd be it. Here we are. Look at this. Cows tend to produce more milk when certain types of music is played. This is amazing, particularly classical music from the likes of
1: Beethoven or or Mozart. So it seems to be classical music here that makes people or makes animals more productive. I wonder, though, how many people,
0: when it comes to things like classical music or jazz, would listen to it um, just as Muzak, though. I wonder whether they actually know what's being played at all. I mean, that might be a test for another week. Maybe we could actually do that as an audio test for for people and see whether, you know, if we played some bits of classical music, whether they actually knew what that classical music was. Oh, yeah, that's that's a bit of Schubert, that is. Yeah. Or whether it's just like, that's classical. Yeah. That's classical. (laughs) That's classical. Yeah. In fact, what's really funny about that is some of it won't even be classical. Right. Because classical is a is a period. Right. Mm. Yeah. So it, it might actually be sort of like Renaissance or it might be, you know, Baroque or whatever. But it might not actually even be classical music. But people just like label it all. Oh, yeah, that's classical. Same as jazz. Right. People people do the same with jazz. Have you ever seen that SNL sketch for um, Bill for the the alexa that the old p the silver fox alexa no no i haven't no you should you should you should you should should check that out it's really really funny there's there's this guy there's this guy that asks uh, alexa to play black jazz (laughs) and and alexa comes back and says playing
1: uh jazz (laughs) it's just like so dear i could so I can, where where is bill are you in philadelphia
2: nah Port Harcourt, nigeria close to the sea you see right see it's, but it's pretty much there, the same weather anyway
0: you know with that with the, the cap and the you know whatever you could have
1: thought he was in philadelphia just like that but you know no he's in he's in nigeria. i was thinking that's an early start for philadelphia that'd be like about six in the morning wouldn't it six fifteen I was thinking, hang on a second. We're not, we, we, he's, he's not going to America, surely. No,
0: there you go. Look, playing James Brown to our chicken right now. And it's definitely getting on the good foot. I think an egg is coming.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Papa's going to have a brand new
1: egg.
0: Oh man. So yeah, no, it's a fascinating subject. The old uh, subject of music at work. The one of the things is, and this is the, this is the difficulty and it's something that we discussed um if you like it's about ergonomics in a way because it's about you and your environment is you know if you're going to have different people in an office can you have a particular music playing and i've seen i've seen offices really struggle with this and try all sorts of different things because i've seen offices where you know they they've they've had a big tv and it's playing out spotify and they've had to pass the baton round, if you like they pass the control around during the day and different people can select different tracks to almost jukebox it to try and get a fair share on there but you know if some people are great at working along to music and actually enjoy it in the background and then you've got other people in an office maybe due to you know uh, neurodiversity or, or whatever else who really struggle with the cognitive overload of having music there. What do you do?
1: You know? I mean, what's, how, how do people do it? I mean, you know, like you were saying about passing the bat on there, you, you have a lot of particular interests and people like different genres of music. So do you say, right, for this hour, you choose it, or this day, or would, or would it be too? Would some people find it too difficult to have to suffer someone else's music genre for a whole day? So how, how did, if, if people have got these offices, do you have to say it's by the track, it's by the hour, it's by the day? How, I wonder what the best way of dividing that up is without causing conflict in the office. How do they? decide whose music plays. I mean, do you play something that no one likes, so it's totally neutral, you know, or, or someone's got quite a divisive interest in music? I wonder how, wonder how people have worked their way around this. Tell, tell tell, Auntie, she can't park there, by the way,
2: all right? <laughs> it's, I live close to the sea and then there's this company pumping out sand from the sea, white sand. They okay. so have trucks on the other side of town going to get the sand and then sometimes they play with their hands, try to make music with it. It's crazy, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. I've, I've met a lot of companies that
0: pump out white, white noise in order to just lower the, the noise within the mm. office. So they've used acoustic tiling, etc., and then they pump yeah. out white noise, but it's, it really is interesting. Um, and it's something that will come into play a lot more as people start thinking about flexible, the flexibility of work and, and, and trying to accommodate everybody and their tastes, etc. Because when you're at home, here's the other thing. When you're at home, you can all choose your own soundtrack, right? Yeah. So it's another this is another advantage of home working. And maybe it's another this is another thing that people are going to have to think about when people are now trying to get people back into an office space. Because if someone's been at home for two years
1: yeah.
0: and they've been able to listen to music all throughout through the day, you know, obviously off and on, depending upon how much time they spend doing Zoom and stuff out and, and everything else. But, you know, if they've been able to have their moments of listening to music for a couple of hours while they grunt their way through an Excel spreadsheet and then coming back into the office, it's like dead silent or whatever. Hmm. That's, that's going to cause an issue.
1: Just play the radio.
2: Yeah, yeah, but some of that is
1: awful, isn't it? Some of radio. Is... But for then, then what station? I mean, I took be interesting Graham. Yeah. You know, where the people are talking about coming at the office, say two days a week. I wonder if I wonder if some offices where they've got a rotor based on the music that's going to be played that day. So on Monday we're wow. playing hip hop. On Tuesday we're playing jazz. We're playing classical on Wednesday, so wonder if people pick the day they go in the office based around the music that's gonna be played. I wonder if that's the way to do it, so you get everyone who's got similar interests in on certain days. I know I'll tell you which day I'd be in. I'd be in on the day that Tom Morley
0: is doing the music. Yeah? With his drums
2: live. Yeah. In the office. I think what if you had like a uh, everyone had headsets on the table, and then someone plays general music, it's different, uh, sounds playing at the same time, so you go, you go into the room, tell him uh, the number, the kind of genre you want to listen to, and then just puts your numbers among the numbers of people going to listen to this, so everyone just puts on the headset and hear the kind of music like playing centrally for them.
0: I've had, I've had uh, managers talk about that though as well as, as being a similar problem, which is if you say to everyone, you can all listen to music if you want to, but you know, you've know you got to wear headphones. Then you've got this issue of people not actually pay, being able to pay attention to anything else that's going on in the office. It's like, Dave, Dave. You're re- even you're ringing Dave. I suppose yeah. if it's the same headset as your telephone, that that makes sense. Mm. So you can actually ring Dave. Dave, <laughs> come on! Stop listening to that. Get over here. But if not, it's like, I, I, mind you, from an ergonomic perspective, would that actually encourage people to walk a bit more in an office? Yeah. Let's think about that. If you've actually got, if you can't just like catch someone's attention, we'll go, Dave. If you've actually got to get up and walk over to the other side of the office
1: to tap Dave on the shoulder because Dave's like intentionally slipknot. You know then more, that... move, more movement people getting up <laughs> moving around changing changing positions so actually as you say it could it could sort of feed into ergonomics but thinking about it graham <laughs> <whatever the laughs> that's true right yeah would it not be good actually rather than giving people the chance to choose what they want to listen to should people not be learning more about what other people like so actually flipping it back on what we said earlier about that individual choice but actually putting a music out there and going actually this is what I like I want you to listen to it and understand it and absorb it and see if it opens people's eyes to other types of music that they might think actually I don't like jazz but someone plays that and actually they find they enjoy it so actually maybe it'll sort of broadens people's sort of understanding of music and and what else is out there and mike brings
0: it right back in with a bit of health and safety lots of businesses don't allow headphones to be used for health and safety reasons they might not hear the fire alarm this is so true wow yeah and that is true as well actually having these things on all day can be a health risk what did you say yeah (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's true though it's so so true anyway great Great discussion. Thanks for everyone for for joining. And that is time for us to play the game. Do stay around and play the game. Uh, Do you have a a mobile phone with you, sir? Do you have a smartphone? There we go. Uh, uh, That's all you need to play. You can all play along. You too, sir. You can play along. All you need to do is to play along. All of those people that are listening as well, if you want to play along, all you've got to do to win yourself possibly some ergonomic kit, uh, courtesy of back at Elkisen, is when I give the, the code out, go to vivox.app and, uh, on your browser and then put in the ID code. So that's what we're going to do. Let's share the screen now. Share the screen. Almost, Almost seamless, this is. <laughs> Where's it gone? Where's it gone? There we go. No one will notice when you edit the show later, Graham. Uh, no, no one, no one will ever notice. There we go. Present full screen. Right, we're going to start today's session. So, you, to join this, uh, you join at Vvox.app, Just put that into your browser, whatever browser you want to use on your your phone, tablet, or, uh, or any other device, and then put in your ID one eight three seven three five four zero eight, and you should be able to put your name in there as well, so that we know who's playing. That would be brilliant. I'm going to start the session okay so uh we call this the great nearly ergo quiz because some of the questions may even be ergo related okay so you can Possibly. submit your, your questions and like those sent by others as well okay let's do the first one let's open the poll um only got two people playing at the moment but if you want to join in quick quick get yourself in there one of these is not included in the general active ingredients of most powder-based cold remedies. Which one is it? Paracetamol, phenylithrin, caffeine, or phoephylene?
1: Nice, easy one to start with. Yeah, nice,
0: easy one. Of course, this has got absolutely nothing to do with ergonomics. Yeah, there absolutely. We go. absolutely. OK, and the correct answer is. the One at the bottom It's completely made up. I, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, well done if you got that right. Which of these people didn't contribute to the new book, Success Secrets for Wellbeing? We've got Deborah Abbott, Nicola Adams. Who's a friend of the show. Christian Espinoza,
1: Michael Customs, or Owen O'Malley. Can I ask a question? How many, the, obviously we know Nicola, how many of these names are made up? Um, well, some of them and, yeah. and, and here and here
0: for all of you who are watching is a copy of the book with the names covered up as well. So there you go. There it is. Can you just actually, move your hand, just, Graham? Graham, actually, you just move your hand. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you could see the answers. Oh dear, I do I do? Okay, wild guess, okay. total wild guess. Good wild guess there, and the correct answer is. Let's have a look. Close the poll.
2: Very well.
0: Correct answer is Michael Customs. Ah,
2: that's the made-up
0: name. Um, yeah, there's there's about nine or ten people that have contributed to this book. There we are. Uh, it's available now via Amazon. We'll put the link in the uh, in the doodle later. How thick? Now this is this is to do, this is uh, to do with an ergonomic product on the back of our website. How thick is an Ergo Q two hundred and sixty? This is a laptop stand, stroke tablet stand. Is it very thick? Is it six millimeters, seven millimeters, eight millimeters, or is it politically correct even to use the term thick? <laughs> And we've got one at six. And is it good, <laughs> politically correct to use the term feet? We're going to close the poll. The correct answer for this is seven millimeters. There you go. Nobody got that right.
1: No. Yeah.
0: What's the width of a Pro 952 footrest? Oh, Again, another product from the Back at Elkhisen website. Go and have a look at it, the Back at elkhisen website, if you've never looked at it before. I may, um, to,
1: I may need to, Graham. There's, a, there's uh... a
0: link to it on the uh, the now infamous wowergonomics.com website. So if you go to wowergonomics, which is much easier to spell than back at elkhisen, uh, com website, there's plenty of links to backer archives and you can go and swap up for next week. What is the width of a Pro 952 footrest? Is it 420, 330, 440, or 410 millimeters?
1: Oh my god, phones locked me out.
0: Someone going for 420 there. Someone going for 440. The correct answer is. 440 well done whoever got that last one right uh the pro 952 footrest back on that old chestnut again can easily quickly and safely be operated with what a back condition a master's degree (laughs) both feet one foot or a stick with a pointy end (laughs) which actually i have to say if i was answering this i'd be going for the stick with the pointy end um is probably correct as well. What well, the answer is, believe it or not, one foot. Um, perhaps you will say something about that in a minute, Stephen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's that easy and uh, quick to operate. You can use one foot for it. There you go. It's got a it's got a central
0: button basically. It has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the footrest, which you can use with your foot. Because if you think about it, a lot of footrests you actually have to get under the desk to adjust them in height. Yeah. Which kind of defeats the object, really, doesn't it? Because you, you know, you're crawling you're around on the floor. Oh yeah, you know, health and safety. Mm. Thinking about it, what is Graham cooking for tea tonight? Uh, <laughs> this is this is absolutely true. Is it curry, chili, mac cheese,
1: chicken nuggets, and chips,
0: or whatever it takes?
1: Hang on, you what, didn't you do something? You did a curry the other day, didn't you? Ah, very good. You you are listening. Oh, awesome. um, so I'm going to go with...
2: Yep.
0: Got one for chilli. Just waiting on...
2: Oh,
0: oh, hello. Chicken nuggets and chips and whatever it takes. Well done. Uh, the correct answer is for this one. Actually, either of those two, chilli and chicken nuggets and chips, because um, our little one won't eat anything other than chicken nuggets and chips. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> doesn't matter uh, well, what else I'm cooking. I'm always cooking chicken nuggets and chips pretty much nearly every time. I know I know that's not healthy, but if you put anything else in front of it, it just won't eat it. So there we go. Would you go with a fish nugget? Okay. Oh, yeah, because you just pretend that's a chicken nugget. Yeah. Yeah absolutely are oh, you you've come across children like that as well
1: yes.
0: um what do I you get one. if you cross a hen with a bedside <laughs> clock okay so this is the, this is the answer to a joke okay uh so the answer is uh, a cross hen a useless bedside clock an alarm clock oh these jokes are awful <laughs> you have more than one answer you can give more than one answer yeah so, in fact, the correct answer is actually, let's close the poll. The correct answer is actually both an alarm clock <laughs> and, oh, these jokes are awful. That really is the correct answer to that. Uh, okay, which of these bands wrote the now classic album from 2021, White Greenfield? Obviously classic um, when it was only last year. Is it Notice to Pay, Squid, Armchair Rebels, Octopussy or Sea Dive.
1: Is it okay to say I've never heard of any of those bands?
0: Oh yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Uh, (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Uh, No idea, so we will go with... Two people have gone for Squid
1: so far. Ah, whatever, just to mix it up. I'll go something different. Uh, But the correct answer, Stephen, was actually... Squid. Yeah,
0: know, but it was, yeah, there we go. The, the wonderful squid. There we are with bright green field. There it is in all its glory. Um, and lastly today, the final question where we, everyone can, uh, you know, finally overtake Steven and, and potentially win the prize. In 2019, the band sleeper invited us to return. Where was it left of center? A new world, the modern age back to mine or Hill Road Café? If they hadn't thought of these answers uh, or uh, these names as a uh, band title uh, or an album title, maybe they will in the future. Um, Everyone going for the very popular Hill Road Café. And the correct answer, of course, was the modern age. (laughs) No one got that. right. (laughs) There we go. Oh, so well done, everybody. Let's have a look at the leadership results for that. After nine questions, one person was in the lead. So let's have a look. Did anyone beat Steven this week or did Steven top the charts? It was indeed Steven. Well done, Steven. Bill Williams, Bill, you did very well there uh, in second place. Uh, And third, Bing Bang. Well, I'd, I'd love to know. I want I want to know who, who is Bing Bang? That's amazing. Thanks, Bing Bang. Stephen, you did really well. Really, really well.
1: I mean, you'd like to think so, as a lot of the questions are about products that I sell. I'd be disappointed to not do well. And then throw in the odd good guess. Uh, David said, I can't log in, so my
0: ability to get them wrong is hampered. Oh, damn, I wish you'd. Managed to log in, David, because I loved it when you, you put some wrong answers in for us. Yeah. Uh, Susan says, happy day to all. I'm late, but you're here. That's all that matters. And Tom says, an essay.
1: Wow. OK, hang on. We need to read this one. Are you yeah. reading it out loud or are we doing it yeah. ourselves?
0: Uh, no, I'll read it out loud. Ergonomics, my thesaurus says, intuitive, convenient, foolproof, in- intelligible, practical, simple, straightforward, uncomplicated, untroublesome, handy, manageable, Wieldly, user-friendly, user-friendly, easy-operated, easy easy to use, to understand, comprehensible, easy manipulable, accessible, adaptable, feasible, useful, plain, unproblematic, clear, obvious, unambitious, elementary, palatable, unmistakable, evident, uninvolved, transparative, distinct, distinct, manifest, basic, easy, understood, easily grasped, self-evident, understand. And none of those are correct for a definition of ergonomics. (laughs) Uh, It comes from the Greek ergos and nomos, which is the laws of work. Uh, There you are. It's it's basically um, anything that helps someone within their environment, Mm. really.
1: Uh, Yeah, I'll let you be the person to tell Tommy was wrong. Graham,
0: Tom, you were wrong, but you weren't wrong. It was your your thesaurus. I should chuck that out and get a new thesaurus. Besides which, there were far too many adjectives in there. Um, So there we go. Williams, my man, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for telling us a little bit about um, music. Um, If you haven't connected to my friend here on LinkedIn, do so. He puts out some great podcasts. You really do. And I'm appreciative of everything you do. Um, Thanks for here. we, We will see you again another week. Ciao for now thank you well that was that was great enjoyed that good conversation around music you don't really think about it do you music and ergonomics but you know at the end of the day if people are going to experience a proper workplace ergonomic if you like they they need that That music's part of it yeah. You know, if you're going to have, if you're going to, or noise is part of it, isn't it? Certainly, if you look at the DSE, it's so that's interesting, mm-hmm. isn't it? If you look at the DSE, the, the DSE assessment process actually does talk about noise. But what 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 do you do if you start putting music into the equation? Because some people might say that that is noise. <laughs> it's giving you permission to show off and be right. You are you are a facilitator. That is the job
1: that you you're here to do on this planet and you do it incredibly well sir. So when I ever think about noise in the workplace you generally think about actually things to keep the noise down don't you you tend to if, if you think of some of the products that are available you tend to hear things like noise cancelling headsets or whatever it would be so it's all about minimizing noise where what we're talking about here and what Aman was speaking about earlier is is actually increasing noise putting more noise into the workplace to actually positively impact it yeah and so but that's not covered by anything
0: which is interesting and then at the end of the day if if people are pumping those sort of noises into you know should there should there that be included in any kind of survey that then goes out around the 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 workers because if you don't like it if you if you're not enjoying what what's being pumped out I mean, you could have you could have a really radical office where, like, everybody is listening to, you know, death metal. You know, that might be there. There might be the kind of thing for ninety percent of the people in the office, but there might be ten percent that absolutely hate it.
1: Have you done an assessment, Graham? In the number of years you did assessments, where people flagged up the music that was being played as an issue that that, that stopped them performing their role? Has, was did that ever come up in anything you've done?
0: No. Or anything like it. Is the truth on that. I've been into offices where there is music being played. Mm. And it's the music side of things has never. Well, interestingly, the music has per se has never been raised as an issue, but concentration has. And therefore the music could be part of that. Mm. And this is this is. Gods on this truth here on a similar note I have actually been into an office where the quietness of the office has been an issue. So
1: too quiet
0: too quiet okay
1: was what? it a library?
0: no okay no it was actually it's an, an office space but where absolutely nobody talked or made a noise all day. Wow. Now that that to me is just as much of an issue. Mm. You know. Easy listening music is the best. Do you agree? Well, actually, no, I don't agree. Um yeah, yeah, I, this is the thing. I even that as a as a lover of music, I struggle with the idea of what music do you put into an office space. Mm. And and this is where I think that again, it's another reason why the home whole homeworking scenario is is tops. Um <laughs> I love these. Farmer Steve Letton says playing Abigail results in 50% more PowerPoint slides being created by sheep. And more vinyl being used up by one particular group, Tom, so that other artists, recording artists can't get hold of it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying?
1: Is there a story uh, there you want to divulge? What's that? Oh, yeah,
0: basically. Um, earlier in the year when a, two artists, beginning with the letter A, released okay. their albums. Um, you know, one one's a, one's a, a singer you know, who's had multiple hits with albums that have got something to do with the the, the age that she's at at some certain point. Okay. And the other were, uh, you know, a band who were very popular uh, in the, the, the sort of 70s, 80s, etc. and and, um, you know, had a bit of a gap, shall we say, and then a comeback um, after a while. <clears> it's even, basically, even, basically Abra even, and L,
1: Basically
2: Abra basically and Basically yeah. them, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Um, they used up all the vinyl, okay. At, at lots of uh, record plants, so that they could get their sales out there, and it, it meant that a lot of other bands who were wanting to release their albums couldn't release their albums because they couldn't get because there was no vinyl available. Okay, yeah. So it meant that bands that were sitting on recordings um, that were ready for release, which was their, you know going to be part of their income, and they couldn't actually get them out there. Right, not that anyone's bitter about that at all.
1: No, no. Has that problem passed? It's as in it, as in if people now were to bring. It's still music a problem. Out, is is it's it still a bit of a
0: problem? But it is slowly but surely getting better. Um, part of it is in this country is that we've had a new record um, pressing unit or vinyl pressing okay. unit open up since that in Middlesbrough. Right. There you go, Adele hey. and Aerosmith. Oh no no no! It wasn't Aerosmith. No, it was it was the other one. It's the that one says that says Aerosmith. Oh Aerosmith, Aerosmith, yeah, Aerosmith. I think that's many.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah. I read it as the right thing, even though it was written as the wrong thing. You now, know. excuse my ignorance on this, but vinyl—how's how is vinyl itself produced, and and has there been has a lot of these global issues going on? Does that have an impact, or is it something we can make locally in the UK? Oh, no, we can make it in the UK.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a plastic, isn't it? Um, oh, let me just answer this first. Why is easy listening not a good choice, Graham? <laughs> okay, so easy, easy listening. It's a reasonable choice, okay? M O R, middle of the road, adult orientated rubbish. All of those things, great choices for uh, possibly the same as jazz, same as classical music, maybe anything that hasn't got lyrics to it. Maybe all great choices for music in the office, but all I'm saying, and it's the same problem that I have every time I see a post on any kind of social media where someone goes, the future for the office and the right thing to do is hybrid working, which looks like this, two days in the office, three days at home. Yeah, is it? Well, that's great for some people, but Mm. that don't work for other people. Which three days are you going to be out of the office? Which two days are you going to be in the office? Because Michael here has already organized his childcare so that actually it fits around. His week looks like this, right? You know, so are you going to expect him to go in the same days as everybody else? And it's the same. It's the same thing with um, same thing with music. In fact, it's one of the things that I used to come up with. And we'll talk about this in a minute. is one of the things that I used to come up with a lot was light. In offices Mm. oh my word big 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 problem in the uk we have this as a massive issue and i'll tell you why it's because what we do in our offices in the uk is we use overhead lighting yeah everywhere right unnatural lighting unnatural overhead lighting everywhere and you know what we get is we get points where like someone in an office you go to see them and they say i'm suffering migraines and or i'm feeling sad and whatever yeah. and it's like or you're under a light mm. and then you look at the uh the health that you look at the facilities policy and the health and safety policy of the company and they go we are unable to adjust the lighting yeah right we can't we can't do anything about it all right now in some other scandinavian countries uh and, and other parts of europe in some of the offices they use all task lighting Okay. which is it which is actually centered around each decimal right or more ambient lighting from windows et etc now that's better because that means that each individual can decide upon their light yeah. But, you know, when, when you've got one set of lights for everybody, oh, it can be a right problem and you get mm. people being moved about and having to wear sunglasses in the middle of the office. Oh, all sorts of weird things I've seen over the years in order to accommodate people that have got migraine problems or eyesight problems or whatever because of light. Same with music. There you go. The trouble is it will be having music on will be good for some people. It won't be good for others, yeah. regardless of what it is.
1: Mm.
0: So what do you do? What do you what do what do you put on, and and as people have rightly said, you could give people headsets and let them wear headsets all day long, um, and maybe if they're on a phones based system, well actually they shouldn't be listening to music anyway because uh, they should be on the phone. But you know if if people are wearing headsets all day long or in ears all day long to listen to music, then potentially they could be damaging that or they won't hear the the, the fire alarm. All of these things. I think it's a, it's a nightmare. The only answer, really, is if people want to listen to music and work it's work from home. Yeah. Then you can put on whatever you want. Yeah. So it, it keeps coming back to it, doesn't it? It keeps coming. The, the more we look at this, the more I keep thinking the answer to everything is people working from home, apart from on some days when they go into an office and those days that should be different right because where would you not want to listen to music if you were doing something collaboratively or group building wise in an office there is no point in listening to music unless it's tom obviously doing a team building exercise with his drums of course yeah yeah and that's absolutely perfect but there is absolutely no point in listening to music on the day when you're going in to do something collaboratively unless you're gonna use music for the, for the purpose of team building. So this is the way to build spaces going forward, right? Let's not, let's let people work at home for when they want to grunt through something, listen to music if they want to, not listen to music, and then
1: let them go to an office space and do something a little bit different. I wonder what music Jacob Rees-Mogg likes to have in the office, because he likes to be in the office, doesn't he? So I yeah. wonder what he likes. I don't know. Well, let's. I'm.
0: I'm going to do a poll on this. Let's. Let's do it. Let's do. You know. Let's get a poll going on. On. You know. Office music, etc. Yeah, yeah. I, I. think it's absolutely, absolutely right. But yeah, it's. It's. I. I think the more we think about it, the more. I think office spaces will still exist, but they need to change, mm. you know. Um, and that's why I started off by saying, uh, you know, it's 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 interesting that we had that little video that you liked on, on LinkedIn as well as me today yeah, about yeah. someone's office space. But actually, I still thought bits of it looked a bit too much like an office. Yeah, Many yeah. can't focus on their work with music. I thought you were stating that easy listening was not a good choice of music. I understand now you meant, me, you meant music is not. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, i I'm, You know, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a, a anything against any genre of music. Um, I know there's lots of people out there that really struggle with genres of music, and some people can only listen to certain things. I can listen mm. to anything, really. You are um, a broad church. Oh yeah. Some of the stuff that I listen to, my wife comes in and thinks it literally is someone <laughs> kill, killing a cat. Yeah. Or, or or just retuning a violin. It's not. It's actual albums yeah, by yeah. R- real people, but um, you know, uh, yeah, I can I can listen to to, I can be listening to that one minute and Tammy Wynette the next. Doesn't
1: matter to me, you know. So, Smog only listens to girl, and enjoys it. Yeah. So oh. just, just opening that one up again, Graham, I know because, uh, again, we spoke about friends of the show, but Nicola Pease has, has put an interesting piece on LinkedIn this morning, this Morning, talking about what uh, Jacob Reese mogg said. I wonder, he's almost just sort of reinvigorated the whole conversation about it, hasn't he really, with his, you know, pieces of paper on the desk and I look forward to seeing you when you're back in the office and all that sort of stuff. It's, you do look and you do think it's coming from a, pol- a politician is it politically motivated is it tying in with people using public transport just to find the costs of it and you almost think it's being done for the wrong reason it's not being done for the for the productivity piece it's being done that people are seen to be sitting in offices that are being paid for that are probably costing millions of pounds isn't it and you think it's after all we've spoken about and all we've gone through that's that sort of that, that that sort of attitude that's deemed quite ignorant by most people is sort of still out there and quite public. And you know, we just started this whole conversation again, hasn't it? Yeah, I I just think you know, have wake up, mm. you know, smell smell the coffee. What
0: what have these people people not you know learned in the last
1: mm.
0: couple of years? Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's a right pain in the backside for a lot of people that offices aren't being being utilized or filled or, or whatever we just got to get creative with them mm. you know it's the, and it's the same with retail outlets yeah and, and stuff like that come on you know we can't just keep looking for the same shops to fill retail space yeah. and go well why doesn't it work you know we just need to we need, we need some big thinkers really refocusing and rethinking about the whole landscape of that mm. you know um dare I say it, you know, you need the sort of Elon Musks of this world, yeah, um, to to be to be thinking about let's do this with the high street. Actually, mm-hmm. let's turn it all into I don't know Twitter land. Um, I mean, it, it doesn't matter, but you know, whatever it is, someone needs yeah. to come up with a different, different focus. Or but thing. you
1: do feel as if some of the comments that you read, like with what's come out, is is an element of self-interest, isn't it? Because of you know how much of how much money of people got tied up in the the pension funds that own these buildings that in two, three, four years' time, when the leases expire, aren't going to be renewed, and they're concerned about the impact on themselves. You know, it's not about the individual it's, there was a blatant lack of concern for the individual worker. And you're thinking, well, why are you doing that? How much money have you or your your people got tied up in those buildings that that are going to be become a problem in a few years' time, aren't they, as leases as leases expire?
0: I don't know what it's like where you live, but it's exactly like that where I live. Um, you know, you walk down the high street, there are there are retail stroke office locations on the high street that are just not being um yeah. entered into and i mean you know my wife who works for a a, a reputable dental uh, organization um they went to look at a, a bank that's empty down down our high street and do you know hmm. what it was too expensive you know but, yeah. it's, but it's stupid because i mean it's it's just it's gonna just sit there yeah. Right. Um, and I, I hear it from people every single day. Oh, yeah, we went to have a look at this retail property, or we went to have a look at that office property, and it's just it's just too expensive, mm-hmm. and you know, people are charging too much. Well, you know, and cost of living's going up and stuff as well. I just think you know, people have got to get really creative with space. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I definitely think people should make going back to what we've said time and time and time again people need to start making collaborative spaces um that are that have got probably more in them yeah than just the one organization and you know bits of it are shared or you know i, w- I want to go into those sort of spaces as well i want to go into mm. a, a space where i can you know it's not just a coffee shop it's a coffee shop and it's got um Uh, other other things in there one of my favorite places in Bristol is a coffee shop that's also uh, a fashion vintage fashion boutique stroke a uh, record store stroke bookstore
1: it's everything bit of all of them yeah so do you think though Graham this this needs does it need sort of championed on a local level or national level is is this something that is is this this sort of a blueprint that can be rolled out that can be sort of done for or does it got to be looked at at individual towns to go this is what we need here this is what we need here again maybe that one size fits all isn't the approach to try and push something across every major town and city in the country is it
0: no i do i think i think it needs to be looked at on a local level because it needs to have a local understanding of what what's being used at you know, locally. What, and what think, type of
1: workers have you got in that area? You know, are they are they people? Do they live? Are they living there because they're near the train line? You know, do they? You know, do, does the commute not work? And you know, yeah, as you say, it can't be done just broad brush. It's got to be looked at on a almost on a town by town basis, hasn't it? So you need yeah. someone in each town to champion that whole cause. Yeah, definitely. And and
0: uh, as I say, be creative, uh, be be radical with it. You know, think about. um what you could put into place that really, really changes it. And then mm. then you can, you know, and it will change the world of ergonomics, all of this. Yeah, um, for sure, because I am certain that, you know, companies are going to have to invest more in home office assessments. They're going to have yeah. to start thinking about uh, what kind of properties their people are living in, a little bit more you know it won't be all right anymore for someone to if someone is going to work from home predominantly it's not going to be all right for them to be living in somewhere where they literally can just about swing a cat yeah um you know on the basis of well it didn't matter before because that was just a bed for them but then they were coming into an a office on the day-to-day basis now it's going to be maybe a shift in that maybe maybe companies having to you know oh i'll put a bit of money into your house you know (laughs) i'll help you i'll help you get a a slightly bigger property that could be part of the package in future absolutely you know let's let's help you get get somewhere with a bit more space i'll I'll, you know there
1: you go i foresee many empty large office buildings in the future Yeah. but then though if that's the case and it will happen despite you know we'll change what's there what do you then do with them what the large office spaces that are already there yeah what do you what do you do with them do you just leave them there as sort of a, a you know sort of a mark of history and in 30 years time they're still there gathering dust but actually what do you do with them what well, can we do uh, again it's it's you know the, the is the answer gonna... we can't do anything is it they're just redundant?
0: well the 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 answer that the problem at the moment is it's down to uh and uh, i reckon it's the same with um same problem that we're seeing with social housing etc you know where we know that we're we're so far behind with building new social housing and yet there's a whole load of privately owned uh property out there etc but which is too expensive mm. right um we we're just going to have to face fact some people that have tied up their money in those areas are going to have to lose some money
1: mm.
0: or or you know or governments are going to have to help those people that have invested in that way yeah to open it up mm. so that it actually benefits everybody i don't know whether you've been watching it anybody been watching it but have you been watching social house swap
1: no, heard
0: about it. Oh, I seen it. my word. That is a programme and a half. For anybody okay. that's out there that's got a mortgage, that's worked hard, that's, you know, got their own home and or is paying an extortionate amount of rent at the moment. Wow. Social house swap. Okay. You know, sit there every week going, I wish I had a social house that I could swap. Really? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, but, so there are several uh social housing websites apparently now where you can put your social house on there and then swap with someone anywhere else in the country yeah you just do it you it organizes a swap for you uh and you know but that but some of the housing you know some of the some of the differentials you know there are people on there that live you know like just off coffin garden or somewhere like that and you know the house next door someone's paying 1400 pounds a week or something for for rent and they're yeah. paying like 120 wow you know it's like what <laughs> gosh what 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 you know wow. something something weird in the system there yeah it? something not right there you know um you know all we'll play to them you know if you if you can do it it's great but um there's what I'm saying is, and and I don't want to get too political, but there's a lot like everything else. There's a lot of imbalance. Yeah, there's a lot of imbalance. There must be people that want to get into the high street and want to want to fill these spaces and have creative ideas for all of that. There must be people that would fill office spaces mm. and have, have a need for office spaces. But where's the opportunity for them to do that at a reasonable rate? That that you know would encourage them to to be there the trouble is that if it's you know uh, and companies are going to start going to what you know what i'm just
1: going to let my people work from home because hey and i think once you let it slip too far once it goes too far for too long pulling them back is just going to be nigh on impossible
0: yep really tricky Mm. really really tricky so I uh, hope we've put the worlds to rights. If you've got any, uh, if you've got any answers, or you've got any more um, comments to make on this subject throughout the day, if you're if you're watching this and you think I feel strongly about that, if you'd like to come on the program another yeah. week and talk about this, maybe you're involved in, maybe you're a landlord. I'd love to hear from a landlord of, yeah. Uh, commercial, know, commercial property, property. Yeah. yeah um i'd love to get your viewpoint on all of this what 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 is the future what is going wrong at the moment what what can what could the government perhaps do or local councils do to really help you out etc um if you've got any comments on any of that please do uh do share it throughout the day and, and get in touch we'd love to get you on but for now thanks to our guest today uh williams bill for for coming on uh, yeah. thanks for talking about uh, music that was an interesting one thanks for all yeah. of those that have commented today and um we'll see you again next week remember you can listen to previous episodes of this as people are now doing on a regular basis on uh on the website or on spotify but if you go to wowergonomics.com you can pick up the spotify from there and then subscribe and then it will just keep coming at you yeah. <laughs> 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 Wednesday at 12 next week Graham Wednesday at 12 Wednesday next 12. week yeah and yeah. we've got we've got something big coming up from Backer as well soon yeah bit more on that yeah. next week bit more on that next week we're going to release that but just stay stay tuned come next week and find out a bit more okay bye for now cheers bye 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 <laughs>